We hope you enjoy this podcast from Light Church Edithburg. To find out more about us, visit lightchurch.co. How you doing? Good? Good. Uh, we got a guest today, Gabe, a good friend of mine. And uh, Gabe is American, lived in the Philippines for 11 years, and then moved to Bay now. Moved to Bay. All the places to be. America, Philippines, moved to Bay. And uh, he's in, really involved in a, quite a significant church over there and uh, I'm going to ask him to introduce himself because he knows himself better than I do. And, uh, but can we just welcome Gabe? Well, good morning everyone. I hope the accent doesn't throw you off, but uh, I still haven't learned my Aussie very well, but I'll do my best. I just want to say thanks to Pastor Darren and Ben uh, really look up to you guys and just really count it such a privilege and an honor to be here this morning, have an opportunity to share, so thank you so much. And just a little bit about myself, I, I um, am married to a, an awesome woman from the YP, she grew up in Arthurton, and I was married at Clinton Center um, a little over 13 years ago, and um, we did move to the Philippines shortly after being married and lived there 11 years. I'm a part of an amazing move of God there, and um, when we first went there, the second week we were in the Philippines, we went to a a church of about 250 people. We were the only um, foreigners or white white people in the church, but um, shortly after that, the God just began to do amazing work, and we the church went from 200 to th- over 3,000 in a matter of a year, um, and so. I wasn't, we weren't involved in the beginning, but uh, as you know, if a church grows that fast, it's kind of all hands on deck, so I was then, you know, putting out seats and putting people in lines and helping with all sorts of things, and, but God has been amazing in that time, and um, after 11 years of living in the Philippines, we were booked on a flight to come back to Australia in 2020 for Easter to celebrate with the family, and here we are, we're still here, so... Um, but we're so glad that God brought us here, and, and in our time since 2020 coming to Australia, Katie and I have had our first child after uh, 13 years of marriage. So a little miracle baby named Hallie, she's seven months old, and um, we are super happy to be parents. So, But I, I believe God has a word for us today, so I'll just jump into it. Is that okay? You brought your Bibles with you today. I love Scripture. So I'm going to throw a lot at you, and I hope something sticks. Is that okay? All right. So let's start in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 6, is, 6 and 7. It says here, Therefore humble yourselves, demote, lower yourselves in your own des- estimation, under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. Casting the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately, and he cares about you watchfully. What a good verse for this year. Anybody have anxieties or worries or cares? These are real things, right? But the scripture here says, humble yourself under God's mighty hand. I came here today... um, you know, in the Philippines, it's really interesting that you had me um, speak here January 2, 
uh, when, I got, when Ben asked me, uh, got the message, and I, I was overwhelmed that I would speak on January 2 because culturally in the Philippines, our most attended service of the year is the first one of the year. They would actually rent a special venue outside of the major, uh, you know, the, the normal sanctuary in a hall in the middle of the city, and people from all churches would come to, to hear the first message of the year. And um, so I think it's uh, maybe culturally, I'll just bring you a little bit of what would happen in the Philippines. But that first message of the year, they would look at it like it's a handle, something to hold on to or a marker. You're going to have many markers this year. So don't get me wrong. Every message is important. OK, there's, this is not more important than the others. But there's, mar- there's a marker today, I believe, if you want to take it, that you can hold on to for this year. It'll, it can mark you this year, and, and when things start to go rocky or things go well, uh, because there's going to be both ups and downs, all right? But in every up and in every down, God wants you to give you a marker today you can hold on to and come back to and say, no, I'm not going to be discouraged, I'm not going to be defeated because I know God's doing something this year. Okay, a marker for you this year is humble yourself under God's mighty hand. All right? When I say humble yourself... Humility isn't when you do something well, it's, yep, that was all God. How many of you know it, it takes a little bit of you and a lot of God to do an amazing thing? You can't, you can't take yourself out of the equation, but you also can't make yourself more of the equation than what God is. We love excellence, don't we? Yeah, as Christians, we want to be excellent. We want to be well-trained in, in the world and in, in the world system. We need to understand how it works. But we have something greater than that, and that is the hand of God upon us. Are you guys with me? I want you to know, this year, 2022, God's hand is going to be strong upon you. I came here to tell you today, a marker of this year will be God's handiwork in your life. God's handiwork. You need to watch out for it. There may be troubles, there may be anxieties, there may be pressures, but God's handiwork is going to be weaved all through your year this year. Amen. (laughs) His handiwork. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm going to tell a little bit of my Christmas story this year. Uh, There's there's always those family members, maybe you guys have them, or maybe it's just me, but they, they seem to love to share their own opinion about everything. I don't know if you guys can relate, but I'm, I'm not going to say who, and hopefully you can't figure it out. There's my brother-in-law over there. He, he loves his opinion sometimes, but we'll let that go for today. Yeah, yeah. I have to get that out there. Um, but you, you know what I mean. I believe God wants us to lay our opinions down this year and pick up his opinion. That's part of that humility that he is speaking to me this year in my own life. I, I do love my own opinion, <laughs> but I'd rather have God's. And I want to just lay my opinion to the side about how I think, might think things might turn out or how things might go. I want to say, God, I, I, want, I want your heart for this year. I want your heart for my family. I want your hand upon my life, and I know the only way that I can have what this scripture says, that he may exalt you. If God's going to lift you up, you got to be under his mighty hands, don't you? I think there's a choice there. There's a responsibility for each and every one of us 
if we want to see God's hand upon our life, if we want to see his handiwork working in our life this year, we're going to have to make a decision. God, I'm not going to be in love with what I want this year. I want to be in love with what you want for me this year. If you'll do that, you will see God's handiwork in your life. His hand represents his power, his ability, his protection, his correction. So much. I love the, 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 the songs that we sang. The worship, worship team, you guys, you nailed it today. You guys are blessed to have a worship team that leads you into the presence of God like it, there was today. Don't ever discount that. Amazing worship today. But there were some things that we sang today about trusting in the Lord. There was a, a song about new wine. And if you want, there, Ben read the, the, the verse about the Holy Spirit. And it's such confirmation. You know, the hand of God upon you in this day and age, after the cross, the Holy Spirit has fallen, right? The hand upon you is nothing more than a picture of what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon a believer and empowers them to do what he's called them to do in their life. The Holy Spirit wants to empower you. The hand of God wants to come upon you this year, bring that handiwork of God into your life so that you can accomplish things that you couldn't do on your own strength, but when God's strength is infused in you through the Holy Spirit, you can do natural things supernaturally because God is with you. Am I making sense? So I just want to give you a few things. I, I'm going to try to be a, a three-point preacher today. I, I'm not good at being a point preacher. But I, I heard you guys do three-point preaching here. No? Oh, that's what Wade told me. <laughs> Jeez, Wade, setting me up again. But I'll do my best. Uh, um, I brought Wade along with me. Thanks for coming, Wade, just so I could, you know, rouse you a little bit. Because otherwise I'm not funny at all. Anyways, number one thing to hold on to this year is God holds in your hand your eternity. If you've submitted your life to Jesus, let me tell you, your eternity is secure in his hand. In Matthew chapter 17 and verse 22, it says here, while they were staying in Galilee, Jesus said to them, he's speaking to his disciples here, he said that the Son of Man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men. This is Jesus speaking about himself. And he says, they will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised up. And then it says about the disciples, they were exceedingly sorrowful. Jesus went on to say in another part of Scripture, he says, nobody takes my life from me, I lay it down. Of my own decision, I lay it down. Now, I have a question for you. Did Jesus lay his life down for himself? No. He laid it down for you and me, didn't he? For whosoever would believe in him. Any believers in here today? He put his life in the hands of man. He put his life in the hands of, of the devil. The devil put him on a cross for three days, but he didn't stay there, did he? He rose again. And the powers of hell had thought they'd won, but all they were doing was playing into the hand of God because he had his handiwork all over it. The very same for you this year. Just as Jesus rose again, he announced, death can no longer hold you. What he did is took back your eternity, and he said, now your eternity, if you'll believe in me, is secure for all time. He took back the authority, didn't he? For whosoever would believe in what he has done at the cross, he's taken back 
the authority of all eternity and every single one of us in here, the Bible says nobody can snatch you away from God's hand. If you believed in Jesus, you are safe and secure in his hand and nothing can take you from that place. Is that good news? The cross makes all the difference. We celebrated communion. Why do we do that? Because we remember that his sacrifice, when he laid down his life, it wasn't just an ordinary event. It made a difference for all eternity. It makes a difference. If you, if you go through struggles this year, let me tell you, you go back to that place. Maybe you can just celebrate communion wherever you are and just remind yourself again. Go over that story again. His body was broken and his blood was shed. And it makes a difference for all eternity. And I want to say to you today that if he can take care of your, your eternal need, if he can take your life from the pit of hell and bring you into a place where you will live forever in heaven with him, if he can take care and secure your eternity, how much more can he secure your 2022? How much more can you now know for sure that this year is going to be the best year of your life thus far? Oh, you don't know what's going on out there. Yeah, well, I do watch the news sometimes. Not just sometimes, though, not very often. But maybe not watch the news as much as you read the good news. Because in this, I'm telling you, if you'll get a hold of even one verse... It'll change your 2022 outlook. Because God's outlook for 2022 isn't we're going down, down, down. It's the people of God are going to thrive, thrive, thrive. The handiwork of God is going to be all over the people of God. It will be the best year that you've ever lived because his handiwork is going to be woven all through your year this year. Are you looking for it? Are you going to have eyes to see and ears to hear what God is doing? Because he will be in your 2022. He is waiting and ready to show up for you. His handiwork is there. So number one, he's taking care of your eternity. Point number two, I'm doing good so far. His hand is holding on to divine moments for you this year. He's holding on to divine moments. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he shall exalt you in due time. There's some due times, due. It's a, it speaks of like water on the grass, right? You guys have nice dews here in the YP sometimes. Due, it speaks of God's favor. It's a picture of God's favor. God has favor moments for you, woven through your year this year, 2022. Psalms 31, verse 14. Sorry, I'm... There we go. It says, but as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant and save me for mercy's sake. Your time, your times in 2022 is not in the hand of the government. It's not in the hand of your neighbor, it's not in the hand of your family. It's not even in your hand as much as it is in God's hand. Even if you mess up, God is not going to say, oh man, you messed up, so therefore there's no chance for you. 
God's saying, turn back to me. I hold your time. If you'll trust in God, he will give you divine moments this year. Even greater than your own abilities, even greater than your own mistakes, God is there to, to wove into your story his handiwork of wonderful times and moments this year. If you don't have hope for 2022, then you need a greater revelation of who's holding your 2022. It's not you. It's not the government. It's not all of these things. It's God Almighty. He holds your 2022 together. There's moments of favor for you. You need to get excited. I need to get excited. I need to have hope for this year. It's going to be the best year yet. I'm trying to convince you here. Verse 19 of the same chapter of Psalms, it says, this is one of my favorite verses. Oh, how great is your goodness. Speaking about God. And it says, which I have laid up for those who fear you. You know, fear is a real thing. I, I'm often some, sometimes afraid, you know, having a, a young daughter, seven-month-old, looking at what the future might be. I, I have a tendency to feel thoughts of fear, being a parent. But I have to remind myself, never let my fear of the natural be greater than my fear of who sits on the throne of heaven. Think about that for a minute. God Almighty, who created the heavens and the earth, who put the stars in their place, do you think he's concerned? In fact, the only thing he's concerned about is you. He's concerned about your future. He's concerned about those things that concern you. The Bible tells us that. The very thing, the apprehensions of your heart, God Almighty is concerned about because he wants you to overcome it. So how about a little healthy fear of God this year? And then it says, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. It doesn't say that he's prepared it for you in eternity. Yes, he's taken care of our eternity. But it says that how great is your goodness, which you have woven into the stories of every believer who fears you, that it might be before the sons of men, meaning right now in 2022, in your tomorrow, in your today, in the presence of men and women. God has wonderful things in store for you. Are you guys tracking with me? Number three. How am I doing on time? Good? Oh, good, I got to my three points at least. His hand is holding you in your everyday life. Psalms 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor the descendants begging bread. The Lord will uphold you with his hand this year. You know what? I'm not going to get it all right this year. I'm not going to know those appointed times this year. But God knows. He knows. And he's going to uphold you with his hand. Do you have the picture? His hand is walking. He's walking with you. He delights in your way. 
He's concerned about the things that trouble you, and his hand is there to uphold you. You know, I had this watch, and um, this watch, I, it was my favorite watch. I, I had it for pretty much, oh, I think it was eight years through my time in the Philippines. I used to, it was my preaching watch. I used to wear it so that I could make sure I finished my message on time. It was a wa- I loved the watch. It was auto- automatic watch, did not have a battery. It, would, it worked amazing. It would just, you know, it works with your emotion, and it, it would keep the perfect time. I brought it with me from the Philippines to Australia, and somehow in my bag coming over, something got bumped in the watch, and it would not work. My favorite watch. And so for the next eight months, I kid you not, I had it on my desk, and every time I had time at work where I didn't have much going on, I would take the watch out, and I was trying to fix the watch to the point where my wife Katie walks in, and she's like, why don't you get a new one? And I was like, no, I love this watch. It's my favorite watch. I want to I fix it. And then after a few months go by after me trying to fix it, she says to me, why don't you pray and ask God about it? why that watch isn't working because sometimes I'd have it working and then the hand would fall off and the hand kept falling off and you know of course she's saying why don't you ask God about I don't want to ask God about I just want it to work (laughs) well I did what every husband does I ignored her for a while (laughs) well sorry I don't want to throw you in my boat I ignored her for a while then I prayed God what do you have to say about this and he said to me this is for me he said the times have changed Gabe The times have changed. You see, I was wanting to go back and have things normal, what I thought, quote-unquote, normal. But God was saying, yeah, it's time for a new watch with a bigger hand. I don't know if you're following me, but it's time for you to stop relying on your hands. If you'll rely on my hand, the times have changed because I want to do something greater in your life. Maybe you can take it, maybe not, maybe it's just a word for me. But I'm not anymore holding on to, yep, things are going to go back to normal, quote-unquote normal. I'm saying, I'm not going to wait for when things go back to the way they were. I'm going to get with God where he is, and I'm going to watch miracles unfold. I'm going to watch his handiwork in my life unfold. I'm going to have something that's greater than normal. I'm going to have God happenings. I'm going to have God appointed times. I'm going to have God's handiwork in my life. I'm not going to wish and wonder and live my life right now and say, yeah, when things go back to normal, God will get back on the road, get back on the path. No, right now, here today, God, your hand is upon my life to do what you've called me to do. Let's get busy. Let's get after it. Let's go make a great future. Let's make today the best day it's ever been. Let's make this year the best year that's ever been. It's going to take you and I making a decision and saying, maybe this is the new normal, but it's going to be the the new great best year we've ever had because you and I are going to say, God, here I am. There you are. I'm trusting you for this year. I'm trusting you for today. Are you with me? Can anyone say, yep, I love looking back to what, how, what God was. He was faithful in the past. But how many of you will make a decision this year, 2022, this is the best year this church has ever had? 
This is the best year my family's ever had. This is the best year that I've, I've ever going to walk out this year because I'm going to see more of God in this year. You know, not because God is going to be doing something different. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But some, somehow, some way, you and I as humans, we can get lulled into these wrong thinkings, these wrong mindsets that God isn't moving or that God is silent. I've, I'm just maybe speaking to you out of my own life right now. There's maybe a fear or a, a thinking or whatever that God's just, oh yeah, things are going to fall apart and I'm just going to have to live through it. But I think God wants to come against that and say, you know what? I'm holding it together. I have wonderful plans. I have a wonderful future for you. Things are not falling apart for my people. This is the best time to be alive for the people of God. And I'm sitting around waiting for things to change so that God can then work? No, no, no. Stop trying to fix my old watch and get on with God's hand is upon you for what he's called you to do. Is that making any sense? Number four, God's hand will strengthen you for life this year. Even the verse that the, the worship leader read Psalms, out of Psalm 60, God is your strength this year. Psalms 20, verse 6 and 7 says, Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. You know, some people trust in the size of their bank account, some people in the, the assets that they have, and there's nothing wrong with that. Those things are good. God wants to prosper you. But he does not want that to be what you rely on, what you trust in to hold your future. God holds your future. Don't be distracted by these things that we compile on the earth. Use them. Put them into motion for God's plan over your life. Use them to be the hand of God to someone else that wouldn't otherwise be possible. Because when we go to eternity, we can't take anything with us. But the people that have come to know Christ because of who we are. Don't miss the opportunity. This is point number five I have for my message. You are his hands and feet. God's hand is upon you so your hand can reach out to someone else and show them Christ. The handiwork of God over your life isn't so that you can build bigger barns and bigger castles. It's so that the house of God can be filled. If you will plug in to God's eternal plan and bring people out of the pit of hell into eternal life with Christ, I'm telling you, this is going to be the best year to be alive. Plug in to what God is doing. I'm taking this as my cue. I need to wind down. <laughs> you can play. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe I'll sound better as you get to playing. <laughs> Are you guys okay? Can you take like five more minutes? Is that good? Is it all right? Is that good? Five more minutes? Psalms 8, verse 3 to 6. 
When I consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. And you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet. <laughs> Amazing thing about Jesus is, he went to the cross for you and I. He was a king. He laid down his kingly authority. He took a, up a robe and he was a servant. He served you and I to the point of death, even death of the cross. He rose again three days later. And instead of just sticking around to bring everyone into the kingdom, he went up to be with the Father. And he told you and I to go didn't he? But he didn't tell us to go alone. He didn't tell us, oh, well, you're on your own. <laughs> no. He said to the disciples, wait in Jerusalem until you're endured with power from on high. Ben mentioned it earlier. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the hand of God on the earth today. And he lives inside of you and I. And he's just waiting, eagerly waiting for you and I to reach out our hand to a world that needs him. Guys, the world needs Jesus. It doesn't need all what everybody says it needs. It needs Jesus. It needs Jesus. And I just come here today with what I believe is an assignment from the Lord that you will, you will, there's amazing things ahead of us. Amazing God happenings ahead of us. But it's not going to happen if we're standing still. And it's not going to happen if we're just staring at our own hands, wondering how it's all going to work out. It can't, it can't. It can't happen that way anymore. Times have changed. But God hasn't changed. He's always used the ones who are faithful, the ones who will just believe, the ones who will just trust, the ones who will just love the person beside them. It, it isn't really complicated, but it is difficult. I'm not the best at it. I'm a work in progress. I have fear of being let down, of what people will think of me. Uh, these are real things, but you just got to work through it with God. But eternity hangs in the balance for those people that don't know Jesus. And they're worth it. Because time is short. Time is short. But God's hand is not too short. And he wants to favor each and every one of you in here, whoever believes. You know, and maybe I, I would also like to say in the Philippines, you know, sometimes, humbly, I, I've preached before thousands. But I believe God's telling me the time is just to preach to the person beside you. 
it's wonderful people stand on stage, and I, I count it as such a privilege to be able to stand before you today. But God's not looking for people that will stand on a stage. He's looking for ordinary people. I consider myself an ordinary person who would dare to trust in an almighty God and his hand upon you. Does that resonate with you? This is important, very important. I'm not diminishing this to put up that, but I'm just saying I believe it's the time for people like all of us here to shine under God's hand. If I could just have every head bowed and every eye closed. As Ben's coming, I just feel like I want to give you guys an opportunity to respond to the Lord today. You're not responding to me or anyone in here. You, you just have a moment with the Lord. I don't know what humility looks like for you, and it looks like different things for different people. But if it was me today, I'd just want to stand before God, maybe kneel, I'd Maybe sit. I don't know. But I just want to give you an opportunity. Say, God, here I am. Would you use me? I place myself under your hand today. And I expect you to do amazing things, Lord.